Hey guys, uh, Taylor here from the Third Lane Plug Sensecast, along with my esteemed and likely best friend, Tim Jensey. Hey Tim, how you doing? Good. So does, does this mean I need to start harassing people you love? No, please don't do that. Yeah, we don't, we don't need. I don't want to have to replace you, Tim. Yeah, and honestly, harassment is bad. Should have to go. Should not have to be said. Absolutely. Now, if you listen to. This week's episode, the top five sends draft classes. You may have noticed that we hinted at a current situation which has happened last week, and that's why we're recording this right now. So let's get right into it. On June 12th, the Ottawa Citizen published a story regarding Melinda Carlson, wife of Senators Captain Eric Carlson, filing an application for a peace bond against Monica Carrick, whose fiancé is Ottawa Senators forward and teammate of Eric Carlson, Mike Hoffman, on May 4th. The peace bond was filed after Melinda accused Carrick of a social media harassment campaign that happened from November 2017 to the time of the filing. The campaign involved Twitter and Instagram messages that ranged from accusing Melinda of abusing prescription drugs, wishing harm on her husband Eric, and making comments on Instagram after the passing of Axel Carlson, in which Eric responded to. In an update from The Citizen on the story, reportedly Hoffman and team officials knew for weeks about the allegation before the story broke, and there was a story that Carlson confronted Hoffman about the matter in a parking lot. Hoffman stated that he has tried to reach out to Carlson to try and resolve it, but has not heard anything back. Both Hoffman and Carrick both deny the allegation, and according to the article... According to an article from The Star on June 15th, Carrick has hired a lawyer to work with the Carlsons and Senators to conduct a third-party investigation. Both the Ottawa Police and the NHL are investigating the matter, as well as the Ottawa Senators. Fuck! Yeah, like, we like last news episode, we thought it couldn't get any fucking worse. Oh my god, I mean... And you know what, I... I don't know about you. I'm just I've gotten to the point where I'm not even mad. I'm just I'm just disappointed now. Well, I mean, I'm shocked. Like, here's the thing about like peace bonds or straining orders, this sort of stuff. You don't they don't get issued unless you have a fairly good burden of like a, a decent amount of information to prove it's who you think is doing it and they're a pain in the ass to get. Apparently, from what I was understanding, that Hoffman has been rumored to not be a great guy in the room, either. Yeah. So, like, there's no real financial motive for the Carlsons to do this. And given what... And at this point, we are peddling into hearsay and gossip. Former senators' wives went to Twitter pretty quickly to uh, air some pretty negative opinions about... uh, the one Mrs. Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into that, Tim, um, unfortunately, we do got to do a quick recap. Now, a lot of these things that we've already talked about a lot of these things on the Third Line Plank Sense cast, so these are just, we're just essentially recapping and recontextualizing. Yeah, you like that, Tim? You big, oh, that's a good one. Word. So, here it is, a quick recap of what's happened. June 2017, fan favorite Mark Mathot is taken by Vegas in the expansion draft, only to be traded to the Dallas Stars. July 2017, Daniel Offerson leads the Senators for the second time, this time as the Sens' senior advisor. August 2017, longtime GM Brian Murray loses his battle with cancer. September 2017, Patrick Seeloff ends Clark MacArthur's career with a blindside hit in training camp. 
November 2017. Fan favorite Kyle Turris is traded to the National Predators in a three-team deal that brought, that brings Matt Duchesne to Ottawa. Turris later mentions to the media that Eugene Melnick didn't want him to stay with the team. December 2017. Eugene Melnick makes a minor threat regarding the team locating during the team's alumni game, which causes the shit to really hit the fan with the fan base and... Hashtag Melnick out is born. February 9th, 2018. News breaks that President and CEO Tom Anselmi has left his post. Late February, several rumors surround Eric Carlson being traded. Brian Fiver 6 uploads his now infamous Eric Carlson ran and keeps Carlson in Ottawa. March 2018. Melnick out billboards are first poured up. March 21st, 2018. Eric and Melinda Carlson's son Axel stillborn. April 4th, 2018. Jonathan Petrie passes away. April 10th, and April 11th of 2018, the Ottawa Senators hold the town hall meetings for the season ticket holders. Melnick tells the crowd that Alfredson wanted to leave. June 1st, 2018, Assistant General Manager Randy Lee's arrested in Buffalo after sexually harassing a 19-year-old shuttle bus driver. And June 12, 2018, the Ottawa Senators publishes a story on Melinda Carlson filing the application for a peace bond against Mike Hoffman's fiance regarding the social media harassment campaign. This... Okay, sorry, I just gotta... Oh, jeez, I gotta take a quick breath here. Let me just say one thing. This group is a tire fire. No, a tire fire was when Daniel Alfredson left and then Kyle Turris got traded. This is just a fucking Dante's Inferno now. Like, I don't want... And those are just some of the things that's happened. We didn't mention the team recalling all those baby onesies we didn't talk about the patrick sealhoff extension yeah we didn't talk about that all of these just and then melnick trying to play hardball with uh lebreton flats like this is just one sorry the team waiting two weeks to suspend randy lee yeah like this has just been one pr disaster after another and I have to agree with Ray Ferraro here. This team is the laughingstock of the NHL. Yeah, like everything I mean, they touch just turns to shit. Well, fuck, we went from being a team that went one goal away from the Stanley Cup Finals to 12 months later, and this is where we're at now. Like, just a burning pile of crap. Yep. And I know that our bot Adam reached out to me asking to record something for the Three Ghosts and Wait Four Ghosts podcast this week regarding Ottawa's situation, and then I know that he had asked me to get real fired up, kind of like a Chris Farley, or, you know, or in our case, Brian Fired Six. I just, I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I was just sitting there trying to do it, and I went, you know what? I- I'm really, I'm just not even angry anymore. Like, this is just so beyond fucked at this point that, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to say. Even sitting here talking to you, I don't know what to say anymore. Well, it's, you just kind of get numb to this sort of shit after a while. And, like, I can't blame, like, even hardcore fans not wanting to renew their tickets, not wanting to watch. Like, even if even if Carlson comes back, like, the team's burnt a lot of its goodwill, and it's just... It's going to be hard to watch, and uh, I think the only reason I'll be watching a lot of games is so that we can keep this podcast going and uh, try to find the good times. I'm yeah, and that's that. what we're trying to do, right? We're... we're... You know, we're so trying so hard to be positive and remain positive, you know, because there's some good things coming up. We've got the draft next weekend. We have the fourth overall pick. We're going to be drafting somebody who 
could hopefully turn this team around or at the very least plug one of the holes that we've got. You know, I'm coming up to Calgary in a few weeks. That's very exciting. And all of this shit with this team, like, it's just, it's wearing me down now. Yeah. And God knows if uh, opening day attendance is sub 10,000. I wouldn't even be surprised if it was that. I'd be surprised if like, it was it's gonna, 12. You know. Like, that would be so surprising if it's 12,000 people. Yeah, and you know Maple Leafs Twitter, like, Canadian Twitter, the sports media is just going to descend on Ottawa, calling them terrible fans, even after all of this. Oh, no, no. A uh, hockey reporter already did that. Was it Steve Simmons? Fuck you, Steve Simmons. Who the fuck even reads Steve? But, like, and I guess that's the thing, though, is, like, we got to count counter chickens, like, just find something. Yeah, I mean, there's there's still some positive with this team. You know, Mark Stone is still here, and he could be the future captain. We've got Thomas Shabbat. Um, We've got young centers coming up. Yeah, we've got Logan, Logan Brown. Brown, Colin White, all those guys coming up. We also got... Boro uh, is still lovable. That's true, even though, you know, he can't win a fight to save his life. Well, he doesn't... Well, he's trying to get out of fighting nowadays, which is good for him. And we've got, like, and I think there's still going to be a lot of fun content being made by Senators fans. Uh, there's going to be a lot great, great of analytics coming out of people like Trevor Shat. Sorry, well, Trevor's going to talk about it, but people like uh, Bla- like uh, Blake Mika McCruddy or Travis Yost are going to keep doing good stuff. Our boy Brian. Yeah, even, and us. Us. Yeah, well, we've uh, got some stuff in the pipeline for next year. Yeah, like, there's going to there's gonna be fun stuff. Oh, for sure, but and it's... you never know, right? I mean, you might even do some analytic stuff for the show next year, mm-hmm. like graphs, stuff like that, because you did it for the top five sense draft classes. Yeah, and I've I've got models in mind. Mm-hmm. Like I just the and the coding work's coming. I just need to do it. <laughs> so uh... let's go into like what what happens now. On obviously, this whole matter. Just, this is all but officially means Mike Hoffman's tenure as a center is over. Yeah, and I can't, I wonder if even Eric Carlson's going to stick around because it sounds like the team knew and then didn't do anything or didn't do much. No, but you know what, though? If they didn't suspend Randy Lee right away, do you really think they're going to do something with this? Yeah. And I can see Eric Carlson not wanting to stick with the team. Like, there's no direction. They're, the team's not, not really defending their players. No. As much as they love the city, how can you stay? Like, I would love for, like, don't get me wrong, it's my dream come true would be uh, July 1st, Eric Carlson saw, signed long-term, and and the team's able to work to re- rebuild that relationship, but if he decides that the relationship is dead... I completely understand and support that move, too. Yeah, because at this point, I mean, Eric doesn't deserve this. He does not deserve to be treated this way by the organization. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only way I see him sticking around is if before July 1st, and I know this will not happen, UG Melnick sells the team. Melnick sells the team and Hoffman's gone. Yeah. I really make the argument with Hoffman because... Carlson must have knew because Carlson is one of these guys, uh, not 
the situation, right? I'm talking about Hoffman as a teammate, as a person, because he's in the room with them all the time. But even with Hoffman in this situation, I, I am not willing to believe he did not know about this. Like, I'm sure he must have known back in December or January or whatever when these messages were coming out. I'm, I'm sorry, like, you cannot tell me that he didn't know what was going on. No. Well, maybe. Like, I think there's two saving graces for Hoffman in this situation. And both of them are honestly fairly tragic to Hoffman but I'm not going to assume that they're the case. One is that Hoffman is an abused boyfriend. Yeah. And is and taking I mean... a public stance to avoid physical or emotional violence at home. That's one potential. Yeah. And, and you know what, Tim, we're staying very neutral in the matter, right? Like we're not saying, Oh, Hoffman's automatically guilty. We're just looking at this going, Oh, for fuck's sakes. What did this team do now? And, you know what? What happens if this comes out and Carrick didn't do it? You know, because what happens now? Does Melinda Carlson get sued for defamation of character? No, because Melinda, Car- Melinda Carlson did nothing illegal. Be- because she was granted the protect. Actually, Melinda did her best to keep this out of the limelight. There is nothing illegal done by Melinda Carlson. But what, like I'm saying, right? I mean, what happens if it turns out this allegation is not true against Carrick. You know, could Carrick turn around and sue her for that? Because now she dragged her name through the mud. I mean, you can sue anyone for anything, but there would be no case against Melinda Carlson. Because Melinda Carlson was granted the the protection order, so there must have been some reason. Okay. However, I guess you 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 could argue a case against the Ottawa citizen, but I don't think there... Like, I'm not a lawyer, but I don't think there's a strong case there. Uh, But honestly just given given that the order was granted what we've heard from other teammates there's a very low chance of it not being a thing uh i doubt that the like the case of hoffman being an abused husband or hoffman just being incredibly incredibly dull and not realizing when his fiance is lying to him and blindly believing her I think both of those are both low probability situations. Yeah, and I know that since Twitter it seemed like they wanted to go on a real witch hunt after the story broke because Hoffman sided with his wife. And, you know, obviously you're married, Tim. Like, you know that you're going to stick with your wife. Uh... But, I mean, even in this, I don't know, like, even in this situation, at what point are you be like, yeah, she's my wife, but do I should I really stand beside her in this? I think there's a there's there's a line. Like if I knew like if I knew that Chelsea was active like actively attacking someone who miscarried, that's not someone I would want to be. That's not a person I would want to spend my life with. No. At that point, the relationship is dead. Yeah, but at this and point, there's, it's only an allegation, is. right? It nothing has come out and is proven to be true yet. Well, the order was granted, so it's a very strong allegation. Like, that's the thing. The reason we even know about this is because the protection order was granted. There's something there. Yeah. So like, let's that's talk... the big thing. Yeah. Let's talk about it. it. Say this allegation is true. Like, what happens now to Carrick in the court of law? Does anything happen to her with Nothing the... Nothing happens. 
there's a restraining order. She can't go near or contact Melinda Carlson. And you th- and this is why the team is looking to trade them because they think if they trade them, there's not really a distraction there with Hoffman and Carlson being teammates. Or even if Hoffman stays on the team, you've know you know you've got this guy with a psycho girl like a girlfriend who's absolutely psycho who will just go to like ex- extremes to harass someone she's jealous of. Like Hoffman can't as long as Hoffman's dating someone like that he can't stay no like honestly at this point i peg it as like 90 percent chance that she did it hoffman has to go even if he's just remarkably dense or if he's being abused he has to go yeah i mean it's really heartbreaking because as you know right i bought a couple of jerseys when i was in ottawa one being an eric carlson one being a mike hoffman and now i can't wear my mike hoffman one anymore it's it sucks because that's my favorite one. I like the Hoffman o- over the Carlson. It just, it fits better. It looks better. And now like, I can't wear it. I wanted to like Mike Hoffman. I really like, like Hoffman. Such... Hoffman last year was one of those guys that, outside of Carlson, he was my favorite guy to watch last season. Especially when they yeah. paired him with Matthew Shane. And, like, it sucks that this, like, there's this story of, like, this guy that nobody knows about just comes out and just wows everyone. That's a great story. It's a, another example of, like, just how solid Ottawa is at player evaluation. And then this happens. It sucks. Yeah. 100% oh. sucks. Oh, yeah. And... All I'm hoping now is that there's not a video of Mark Stone punching babies. Yeah. Because, fuck, like... I swear, if there's a video of Mark Stone punching babies, I'm going to be so upset because I have a Mark Stone jersey in my closet right now. Oh, day, 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 day. Don't, <laughs> don't you fucking go three for three, guys. Don't you do that to me. I don't know. It's just... Well, even if, even if the allegation turns out to be baseless and the protection order was was uh, granted on misunderstood ground, I still think that Hoffman has to go. Yeah. Because like his wife was, that still says something about his wife because there his wife, sorry his Hoffman's fiance was someone that people would reasonably believe would do something like that. Yeah, and you talked about that Julie Turris and Marley Hammond have both said on Twitter that they're not surprised by this. Yeah. Like, for lies to be believable, they have to be cl- either close to the truth or so completely unbelievable, like, incredibly unbelievable. But the incredibly unbelievable lies, it can't be about... It usually can't be about a specific person. And it can't be like a first time thing. Like, there's something here. And it fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's just this sort of cyberbullying is just complete, like 100% un, un, like, completely unacceptable. Yeah, and even Sportsnet has done an ad for hashtag stop the cyberbullying now. Yeah. So are we going to see less of Steve Simmons? Well, I really hope so. As we've said before, I don't know who reads them, but, you know. Yeah, and I guess, like, I'm actually not surprised that the senders just didn't really do anything about this. Nope. Because look at what we let the me- like media people get away with saying, like, call- like basically saying that Patrick O'Sullivan is had, like, no character after just years of, fe- like, 
domestic abuse, uh, talking, questioning Al Montoya's mental fitness just because he wouldn't talk to Ryan Rashaw. Like, there's a lot of toxicity that's accepted here. Yeah. So I guess I'm not surprised the organization didn't do anything, but I think that's a mar- that's a black mark on the entire NHL, not just the Senators. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you could even look at the guy running the team, right? I mean, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, obviously he hasn't come out and said anything about this. He didn't come out and say anything about the Randy Lee stuff. So maybe he's just pretty much given up at this point. He's like, you know what? I know I'm the owner, but I can't fucking do anything more. Yeah. Because everything he says, sends Twitter rips him apart for. But to be fair, a lot of the shit he says... It's fucking stupid. Or aggressive, or, like, needlessly aggressive. Yeah. So it's like, on one point, yeah, but on the other point, it's it's his own damn fault. Yeah. I'm just hoping that this summer he sells the team off and we get to talk about it. Yeah. Well, Tim, unless you have anything more you want to talk about, we should probably close this out for a night. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, like I said on the Three Ghosts, No Wait, Four Ghosts podcast, hopefully we can weather the storm and better days ahead, guys.